0: the enemy was attacking you and you were weak aren't you glad this morning that God had an Abishai I said God had an Abishai God had somebody else who would step up to the plate and take care of your enemy for you welcome to Concepts for Living this service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing we invite you to stay tuned for a life-changing word. Perhaps you remember the song lyric, the song sung by Dean Martin, Everybody needs somebody sometime. Hi, and welcome again to Concepts for Living. We're delighted to come to you with another concept for living from God's word. As you stay tuned, I'll be speaking from the theme, I need a little help from my friends. And so turn to the book of 2 Samuel, and we're going to begin from chapter 21. And I shall begin reading at verse 15. Moreover, the Philistines had yet war again with Israel. And David went down, and his servants with him, and fought against the Philistines. And David waxed faint. And Ishbe benob which was the sons of the giant, the weight of whose spear. Weighed 300 shackles of brass in weight. He, being girded with a new sword, thought to have slain David. But Abishai, the son of Zura, succored him and smote the Philistines and killed him. Then the men of David swear unto him saying thou shalt go no more out with us to battle that thou quench not the light of Israel prayerfully we want to hear what God is going to say to us number one as individuals and then number two those who are in positions of leadership, especially as it relates to the one that God has set in position as angel over a particular church or a body of God's people. Look at someone and simply say, I need a little help for my friends. I'm going to be talking about fighting giants. I'm going to be talking about fighting giants. A giant has been defined as a person or thing of usual, unusual size or height. Usually strong and cruel. A giant has been defined as a person or thing of unusual size or height. Someone strong and cruel. The context of this text is the beginning of a series of battles with giants. In fact, when you will observe, there are four giants in just this small section of scripture. Giants that have come in a series of battles against God's servant David and the Israelites. Now, from verse 16 down to uh, 22 of this chapter, you will find that there was a series of different giants, one right after the other, impacting on Israel before they could get out of one battle another series was being prepared to attack them and to destroy. I think somebody here today may know something about going through your battles with giants. And before you can get over this one, another one. And before you get through with that one, another one. And so life Is about fighting giants and as long as you and I live we will be fighting giants sometimes the giant is an affliction that seems so monstrous and so immense so large so overpowering no more you the more you try to deal with it and and to get a handle on it seems like something else comes because They told you you had that, but now you're discovering that you have something else. And before you realize it, something else is showing up. Battles with giants. so I think rather ironic that David is fighting giants again. Because his very first battle was with a giant. You might remember Goliath was his name. And Goliath was not only killed by David, but David cut his head off. Now, I mean, if you feel as though you have made a completion of something, you cut his head off. So you don't expect to be dealing with anything like that again. Am I right? The truth of the matter is that in spite of cutting it off, in spite of putting there a period, it seems like a comma goes there. Because before you can get over that real good, here come another giant. Oh, I'm going to release this today because some people have not realized that as long as you live, you'll be fighting giants of one size or another, giants of one kind of another, spiritual giants, social giants, all kinds of giants in every kind, even economic giants where your bills are bigger than your amount to pay. You know I'm right. And so we have to be prepared for fighting giants. As always, we have three points for this message. One, the danger. Two, the decision. And three, the deliverance. The danger, the decision, the deliverance. Stay tuned. You'll be further blessed. What I'm really trying to say is that before we get our little selves together, say, I'm going up against that enemy. I'm going to tear with that enemy. You better know you got the strength. <laughs> but just in case <laughs> you are weak and exhausted, don't you think it's worthy of praise? that we got somebody who can take care of my business for me because I'm a part of the fellowship because that's what Abishai was all about. So then you and I have to understand what Solomon meant when he made this statement. Look at Proverbs 24, verse 10. It says, if we faint in the day of adversity... Our strength is small. Stop blaming Brother Banana and Sister Peach for your failures. When you fall, it is of your own weakness. Paul puts it another way. He says, lust. You you fall because of your own lust. You fall because of your own weakness. Got this? No, no. Now, I like what the Message Bible, the Message Bible, I I turn to it every now and then because it does say some stuff that kind of clarifies things. You ready for this? In the King James Version, it says, that's Proverbs 24.10, it says, if we faint in the day of adversity, our strength is small. Say, give me message. Here it is. If you fall apart, In a crisis, there wasn't much to you in the first place. Tell somebody, bring it. You got to bring it. You got to bring it. You got to come with something. And when you're at, you you don't wait until you get into it and say, Oh, God, strengthen me with might. Oh, God, that a supernatural unction come upon me so I can pass this test. No, you've got to go in strong. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So the danger is thinking that because you kill one giant, you kill them all. Because David discovered that when he killed the first one, he was in his youth. But now he's in his old age. Almost ready to wind it up. His, his reign is about to be closing on him now. And, and, and he's saying, here come another one. And not only another one, but four of them. Get ready, brethren. Get ready. Call it prophetic if you want. Get ready for some of the worst tests you have ever had in your life. The devil knows that his time is short and he's pulling everything out right now. He, I mean, he's pulling out all the stocks so that he can get who can who he can get at this last hour. Be wise, be wise to know that you will have to fight some of the worst battles you've ever fought. But you can be ready for it. Look at the decision. The danger. Here's the decision. The decision is this. Someone made this statement, and I think it's very wise. It says, a Christian should never go to battle alone. Hence the value of fellowship. A Christian should never go to battle alone. Hence, the value of fellowship. There's something about knowing I'm not the only one. That's what Paul said, meant when he said, he said, uh, you know, when, when, when you're going through great trial, remember that the same thing your brethren that are in the world are going through. You are not the only one. You are not the only one. You are not. Don't get that old Elijah complex. When he had let that woman, Jezebel, send him a flying, and while he's there, all messed up, and God said, what you doing here, Elijah? He said, I'm here because I'm the only one left to serve you. God said, no, no, come on, hey, 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 I can see him now. Hey, 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 listen, listen, listen. I have thousands that haven't bowed. That always intrigued me. I have thousands that haven't bowed. In other words, I got folk who made up their mind that whatever they're going through, All the Jezebels in the world can come. I'm not giving up. I'm not turning back. I'm holding fast. I'm gonna stand. Nothing's gonna turn me around. Well, I sincerely trust that you have been inspired and blessed through this message. And to know that God has provided what you need to protect and to preserve you. Remember, He's already provided the friends you need. Be blessed. Until next time, and we shall come to you with more Concepts for Living. This is our prayer for you. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.